0: Welcome to Kairos Talks, the crucial conversation podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to the show. Welcome to part two of our series on being set apart. This section is titled Being Engaged. When we're about being engaged, we're going to really talk about the focus on how we engage with our friends and our family and our culture. And as a reminder, if you need to just review the notes from our last time session, this is about being set apart because it's going to make a difference in the way that we're seen professionally, personally in our community, and because of those of us who are Christians, because we're called to be set apart from the world. So, This is our crucial conversation today, and it's about how to be engaged with other people. Now, the first time I heard something on this topic, I remember thinking, I'm already engaged. Not, you know, I wasn't at all engaged to my now wife, I, I just meant engaged with other people, right? And... This idea of being engaged is really about showing up when we're supposed to show up. and not I don't mean showing up to work on time and clocking in at that grace period of seven minutes before you're considered late. I'm talking about showing up where it matters most with the people in our lives as we interact with them on a day-to-day basis. So to everyone who's like me and was thinking, well, I'm already engaged with the people that matter most to me, I want to ask you a couple questions. The first one is, who was the most recent person that you had a conversation with? Just think about that for a moment. Who was the most recent person that you had a conversation with? Now, I want you to take a second to think about two or three specific things that that other person said. Can you remember anything specific about the conversation? What is it that they said? What is it that they brought up? Just list to yourself three things. Three things that the other person said in your guys' conversation. Now, if you can list three things that were specifically said by the other person, then I'll just be honest with you, then you're a better person than me. You're better than, honestly, most people who are, quote-unquote, engaging with everyone else. If you can remember specific things about that conversation, I want you to take a closer look and I want you to think about two or three things that were unique about that person's attire that day. Now, if you're talking to me, then you know for a fact that I wear the same glasses, I have the same hairdo every single day. So for guys, that probably doesn't work. But if you're talking to a young lady or someone who does their hair differently all the time or wears a different shirt, what kind of shirt were they wearing? How was their hair styled if they're not utterly predictable like myself? What is it that you remember about that person in your interaction, in your conversation about them? And we look at this and we say, Okay, maybe I can only remember one or two specific things from that last conversation. Maybe I don't really remember what that person was wearing or thinking. And this doesn't mean you're a bad person, and maybe you can remember the last conversation you had. Maybe that person sitting with you in your car as you're driving possibly listening to this show. But if you're honest with yourself, can you remember the last couple conversations? Anything about them? Anything specific that stuck with you, and most of the time when we walk away from a conversation like that, then how likely are are we to remember those things? All right, that's the first question. The second question I want to look at is, who are your two or three closest friends? Who are the two or three people that are closest to you? And what are their goals and dreams? What are their goals and dreams? What are they passionate about and excited about? What are they pursuing every day of their schooling or their career after they get off work? What are they learning about? What are they trying to accomplish with their life? What are their goals and dreams? And furthermore, what are their likes and dislikes? What is it that they appreciate? What is it that they detest? What is it about your two or three closest friends that they're dreaming about and that they like and they don't like? And and just think for a moment, You know, what are these things? And and look and see how well do we engage with those we consider our closest friends. Maybe a year or two ago, you had connected with these friends and really dove deep into these topics. But when was the last time that you really engaged with them in a way that allowed you guys to communicate in that meaningful way? That allowed you guys to pursue understanding each other on that level? How can we claim to be engaged with others when we are so focused on ourselves? Most of the time when we're talking to other people, we're so focused on what we're going to say next, not so much on what they said. What we're going to talk about today is really a framework on how to be more engaged in everyday life. With not just our best friends, not just with our manager at work, But to our colleagues at work, to our just friends, to our people that we engage with in our various parts of our community. We're going to be talking about being actively engaged with those that we interact with on a regular basis. So before we jump into this framework, I just have to say this isn't a you problem. This isn't us conversation. We as a culture are failing each other. We owe it to ourselves, we owe it to each other to understand and be really honest with ourselves about how we can be better engaged and if we are being engaged. Candidly, if you're perfect in this regard, then you may be listening to the wrong podcast. (laughs) We are not perfect people here and this is our crucial conversation. This isn't something I've mastered. This is something that I sometimes I'm good at and more probably than not, I'm not good at. This is something I struggle to realize all the time. And it's only in having this conversation with myself, having this conversation with those that I care about, that I start to realize that I owe it to myself and to my loved ones and to my friends to be more engaged, to show up when it matters most. So how do we become more engaged in our community? The first thing we need to do is to listen. And I don't mean like listen and process, and then get ready to respond. I mean really listen. How do we really listen? The first thing is we have to listen with the intent to listen. Now that sounds super silly, but let me compare it to the alternative, which may make a little bit more sense. Typically we talk and we listen with the intent to respond. We have to choose to listen with the intent to understand, not with the intent to respond. What happens when we listen with the intent to understand is we take a second to process what they say and really make sure they understand that we heard them. Because what typically happens in a conversation is someone starts talking and you're already thinking about the next two or three words that you're going to say. And when we're thinking about our response to what they started to say, we're not actually getting the complete thought. We are not taking the time to listen to what they actually had to say to us and what they meant because we're so focused on what we want to say instead. Remember, we need to focus with the intent to understand and we need to remind ourselves that if we start to focus on that response, that we need to slow down, take a break, and focus on just what they mean. When you're talking to someone, make sure If that starts to happen, when you start to formulate your response and they have not stopped talking, remind yourself, calm down, it's okay. When they finish talking, there will be enough time to think and process our own response. Let's make sure that we understand them clearly. And more importantly, that they understand that we heard them. One of the biggest things that you can do that will help you listen more effectively is put the phone down. You are not listening If you're on your phone, I'm sorry. If you don't agree with me, I, there's any number of social sciences that will prove this fact. I don't even have those sources for you. I may be able to put some in the description, but the fact is that if you are on your phone and quote unquote talking with someone, you're more or less just on your phone. You're not engaged with that person. And that's a reality. That's not an opinion. That's a reality. And I don't, I'm sorry, I get a little heated up on this topic. Multitasking doesn't work. It really doesn't. If you're someone who says you can multitask, okay, give that a couple years, go look into some social sciences, read a couple books on the topic, and I promise you'll be convinced that you cannot multitask. The other thing is that when you're on on the phone and you're not giving that time and attention to someone, you are literally telling them that your phone is more important than your undivided attention to them. You are telling them that whatever is on that little screen in front of you is more important than the person who's sitting across from you. Think about that for a second. Does that communicate respect? Does that communicate that we are being engaged with that person? No, it doesn't. I hope I didn't offend anyone there, but this is a personal conviction I have to remind myself of daily because I find that my phone is always fighting for my attention. The second thing we can do, so the first thing is that we're listening. We're actively engaged in this conversation. The second thing is we're going to repeat what we heard especially when we start to respond. If you take a moment to reiterate what you understand. Now, you don't need to say every single word, but take the heart of what they said, the goal of what they're trying to communicate to you, and just repeat that one little thing or two little things. Respond with that first. Make sure they understand that you heard them. And if that's not what you were supposed to hear, maybe you didn't get it, then they can kind of jump in and correct that. That way you're responding to the appropriate thing. Now, when you start, I'd highly recommend repeating what you heard to the person you're talking to. As you get better at this idea of of active listening is what this is is taught as in, in various colleges, we can do this in our head. We can repeat what we heard in our head in a more succinct manner at the speed of thought that allows us to respond with a more engaged voice. People would rather wait for a moment for you to respond as you acknowledge what they said and think through your response, than you instantly responding. Because that communicates that you really devoted time, energy, and attention to this conversation. That you devoted energy to being engaged in this instance. Your response may not change, but their perception of the value that you place in their words will. I'm gonna say that again for those note takers. Your response may not change but their perception of the value that you place in their words will. That's huge. People don't care what you know until they know that you care. So let's make sure that they know we care about what they say. And we may be saying that we care about what they say, but if you're saying that I care about what you say, but I'm also not taking the time to listen and respond with the intent to understand then can you really say that? And that might be a hard thing for some of us. It was a hard thing for me. It is a hard thing for me. I regularly have to remind myself of this. And I hope that this conversation, you can be reminded of that as well. The last piece of this framework about being engaged, first was listen, second, we repeat what we heard, and the third thing is commit to memory what you talked about and what matters to your people. Commit to memory what you talked about and what matters to our people. When we can remember, and and here's the reality, we have a limited memory. A lot of people struggle to remember little things about other people. But if we can take a second to jot down notes in their contact in our phone or journal what we talked about with our friends, and later in that conversation, whether it be a week or two, a month, six months, and we can say, hey, how's it going with this project, How is your Instagram going for your music page? How is your recording going for that thing that you're passionate about? How's that going? When we take a moment later to respond to those things that matter to our people, and I say our people, your people, the people in your circle, the people in your community, when we take just a moment to respond and remember the things that they shared, their goals, their dreams, their aspirations, it's going to make an entire World of difference. We will have communicated to them that we care. And at that point, when they understand that we care, then they're more apt to listen and engage with us. So commit to memory what you talked about and what matters most to our people. Take notes in your contacts, journal what you learned, and any other modality that you can think of that'll help you commit to memory. And maybe it's not memory. Maybe you just need to remember where you stored the information so that next time you hang out with that person, you can look through those notes. And that's not bad. That's awesome that you dedicated the time and, and space to remember where this information was because that relationship matters that much to you. So, the three pieces, the framework to being engaged. One, listen. Two, Repeat what you heard. And three, commit to memory what you talked about and what matters most to your people. Remember the little things. Remember the things that they mentioned, the things that are going on in their life, their goals, their dreams, their likes and their dislikes. And just watch what that does to your relationships to further them. Don't forget to encourage them in their goals and dreams and check in with them on occasion. So many times, especially in our world where communication should be so easy for us, where engagement should be so easy for us, people feel alone more than ever. And all they need is a check-in. That can be a phone call. That could be a voicemail. That could be a text message or a Facebook message. Make sure to check in with your people because that might be the difference between them smiling that day and in some extreme instances, that could be the difference in someone making some really big decisions in their life. Being engaged is going to help you be set apart. Being engaged will show people that they matter. And being engaged will help you live a more fulfilling life. As we wrap up today, I want to challenge you with this. Identify three people who in the next 30 days you can commit to learning their top two goals and dreams. Just three people. Who are your three closest friends and what are their top two goals and dreams? If you approach them, take a moment and just ask them, what is it that you're going for? What are the top one or two things that you are working towards right now or that you want to work towards? And how can I encourage you? Take 30 days and just do it with three people. That's six bullet points on an Apple Notes. Six sticky notes to put on your wall next to your nightstand. Whatever, however you do that, those are six things to remember. That's it, just six. And just watch what happens over the next 30 days as you engage with people in a different way. Using your engagement to be set apart, to have an impact in your workplace, to have an impact in your community, and to live the life that we're called to live. Thank you for joining us on Kairos Talks. We hope that this crucial conversation was impactful for you. We hope you join us next time. Don't forget to subscribe and join in on the conversation in the Kairos Talks Facebook group. Thank you and have a great day.